Here we are, live in Mundelein. Good morning, Raboisai! Ah! Lili Nishmasimi Mirosi Rusmas Mordechai! Wow! Unbelievable! Good morning, Raboisai! It was the third day in the Oimer. So, Bezer Hashem, I am giving two shiurim right now. I don't even have to say it for this, for the YouTube guys, the, U- the Zoom guys know already. I'm only giving one share. Dafim Dalad. That's all we need to know. Tomorrow, uh, live share here in Mundelein at 4 p.m. The plumber is alive and well after going bye-bye yesterday's share, says Jack G. Out in Jump Z, New York. That's Yossi Klein. He's alive and well, they say. Reb Nisanel Gans of Ami Magazine, the one who does so much work behind the scenes, getting these Gemaras out to everybody. He had a baby boy today. Actually, his wife did. But whatever, we'll give him all the credit. Chaim Palak, Reb Eli, I love you. Thank you so much for keeping the share during Ben Ismanim, during Pesach. You have helped me keep on schedule. Bezer Hashem Viter, V-E-I-T-E-R. Davin Yaftishki is in fact not controversial. Why do you say it's controversial? I hold it's not controversial. According to this sheet, the Rebbe which is the Paskins, there are two sheets, Shkiyas. The first Shkiyas is the regular Shkiyas that we all know and love. The second Shkiyas is 58 and a half minutes after the first Shkiyas, and Ben Hashemosh is 30 and a half minutes, the total ego is 72 minutes. It's perfectly acceptable, I hold, he says, according to the sheet, the Mincha up to the second Shkiyas. I wish I knew that my entire life. I was mocked by the first Shkiyas. Wow, what a tragedy. Now, Darin Chavs have this month feel in the morning. That's a different story. Git Moyed Chaim. Obviously, he has a little bit of Haimishness to him, and he holds it's not controversial at all. Doyle Mir holds it's very controversial. So what do we do, Chaim? I don't know. This is Rabbi Saishimi Leifman, Leifman from Manchester. He holds that it's, even though it's tough and rough to get people to join during Yevamas, there's a way out of it. If you go to the zoo, there's a lot of characters there that will be willing to join. Here's the picture to prove it. Shkoyach. You guys see it? You have nothing to see it on? Maybe one of you guys should pull up a, a YouTube on your phone. Maybe. And share it. All right. Rabbi Zay, today's, this month's coil sponsor is Anonymous and Schuss of Hilben Sordino and Rivko Basfega. They should be Zoycha to Zerushal Kayoma. Parasa Chodesh, Bressler, Austin, Rosenberg, Shulman, and Tobias families. The Schuss for Shlema, for Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Yisrael, Mayor David, Ben Yuchavit, Drukshlita. Parasa Chodesh, by the Lack and Lubbock families, Lakewood, New Jersey. Because Torah is the best gula. Parasa Chodesh. Chodesh Nisan sponsored by Yoyli Lidishmas Doiv Pinchas Ben Moshe Olavad Shalom Lidishmas 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 Chayef Rumabas Doiv Pinchas Olavad Shalom and Lidishmas 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 Shragi Ben Avram Alevi Olam Shalom Aaron Freyman Lidishmas Parnos and Siat Lidishmayon Continue that slocha To myself Parasa Chodesh Aaron for Hatzlocha To the Magid Shir Video to Hatzlocha In continuation and not to miss a Shir There's another sponsor here I don't know if I'll be able to get to it by Lezeche Nishmas Betzal Hirsch. Let me see if I could find it here. Oh. Let's get the real reading here. Betzal Hirschhorn. Hirschhorn. Lilo Nishmas, my father, Moshe Ben Levi, was here said his third day of Chalamoy. The Abers, in memory of Tema Bas Nochom and in honor of Uncle Sam. And an additional sponsor in honor of my father's birthday, Rabbi Vrom Yankiv Ben Ruben Alevi Levin, at least till 120 good health in Yiddish and Nachas. Also, big mazel tov to the son of Gans on the birth of a son, 
from Peretz Chaim Levin Yeshur Koyach and Raboisai. Here we go. Today is a very, very special daf. When we were learning Mesechtes Yuma, I said that this daf, whoever could guess what this daf is, will give him a hundred bucks. David Fine figured it out. Today is daf M-D-Y. Memdalad Yevamas. Memdalad Yuma. So, the official Mishnah, sponsored by the MDY Tehillim Group, where we dive for Rufus Yeshua and Shidduchim, for Klai Yisrael, and for the MDY family. Join us at Tehillim.com. Brand new Mishnah. Arba Achim Nesuim Arba Noshim Vameisu. There are four brothers married four different women, and they all died. Rabbi Sai, ladies and gentlemen, I want to show you an unbelievable new piece of merch. It's on the website right now. We don't make any money off it. It's not one of these things. It's not one of the sponsors. It's literally for cost. But I got to show you this. I'm very, very impressed by Yaakov Eyal. He's the one in charge of the merch. And he came up with this. It's unbelievable. It's our characters, all of them. You get even the uh, the little guys, they're all in the pack. So I wanted to show you what it looks like if you do this on a board. So here you have the, the, the four brothers, the four Baldwin brothers, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda, are all married to four different women. They're not related. To Rachel, five towns, but Ayin, and Berkelady. Now I want you to pay attention to this Berkelady. She's coming up in the next year. Unbelievable picture of her. Okay, what happened is, they all go bye-bye. So if you don't have a computer, you have to go like this. They all go sideways. Ah, geschmack. Now, if you do have a computer, so it looks like this. Here, I'm showing it here on my screen and you guys don't even see. This is unbelievable, this new computer. It's working great. Wow, the guys on Zoom see this live. Unbelievable. They're all married. It even says married, which I couldn't really do. Right? I had to do like this little arrow. And then they all go bye-bye. You guys don't have it on a screen? You have it on YouTube over there? It's like 10 second delay. Okay. Look what it says here. Ah, comes this guy. This guy that was spotted today in New York in Jumpsy. Here he is. And he gets to be miabim every single one of these women. As I stated in the Mishnah. You see the difference between the computer and the board. But this is great to have on your refrigerator. Highly recommend it. I think it's $15 without the magnet thing. All right. Givaldic stuff. Like I said, there's not a lot of money to be made in $15 with the shipping and everything. Zog the Mishnah. The eldest of the brothers. We know. We go to the eldest first. And if he wants him, have him all four... Something's wrong with him, but even so, he could be miyavim all four. Says the Mishnah, These are all halachas that we're very familiar with. In fact, it's a very uncomplicated daf, a very easy daf today. If somebody's married to two women and he dies, and the husband dies, So this halacha we know, very familiar. You're not miyavim both wives. In this, the previous case, these are different wives to different brothers. So you could be miyabim all four. But if one brother has two wives, I'm not going to go ahead and do it. 
you're only miyabim one, or you do chalitza to one, and that chalitza or that yibam gives a p'tur to the other tzara to the kohen. Says the Gemara, top of What if you, a person is married to two women? One of them is a divorcee, she's pasal kuhuna. One of them is kosher kuhuna. And her husband dies. She can marry a kayan, but the other one can't marry a kayan. If, anyways, what you're doing here is performing a chalitza, which is like a get, do it to the one that's already divorced. Why ruin another woman? So to speak. As a Gemara, we had it once before, we'll have it again. But if he wants to do Yibum, then if he feels like it, he can do Yibum to, the, to anyone he wants. Says the Gemara, the Lashen in the Mishnah is very interesting. It says, Four brothers were married to four sisters. There's no mention of the plumber from Mansi at all. It says, if one of the dead guys wants to be miyabim, the rest, he can be miyabim. Heh. If they're dead, there's no yibum by dead people. That's what it says. The mission says, obviously you have to stick in that there's another brother somewhere. That's it. It's for, from the brothers, there are brothers that are still alive. Says the Gemara, Harushus Biyadai. Says the Gemara, Bishafkilei. Bezdin is going to allow one man to marry four women? They call the Yavam, they need to speak to him, and they speak to him. What does it mean they speak to him? They should just tell him, hey, perform evil. So the Gemara understands from the word that Bezdin, they give him good advice. It's important to give him the right Eitzah. The right advice. He's 18 years old and the Yavama, I have a picture starting the beginning of next year as the email. Somebody sent in pictures of his grandmother performing Yibom and I'm going to show it, Bezer Hashem. First time that we had live pictures. He sent me a video as well, but that I didn't get to do yet. Because many times Yavamas are Elderly people that were married for many years, didn't have children, their, their husband dies. And even though they were married for 40, 50 years, they fall to Yibam. You have a grandmother falling to Yibam. The guy is 18 years old, the Yavam. They tell him, don't marry her. It's not a good shidduch. They give him the right idea. They give him advice. Who's Zaken? If the Yavam is old, be Yalda and she's young. It causes friction. It causes Shalom Bayes problems. The best idea is to marry somebody like you from your type of community, from your country. It's not a good idea for an American to marry an Israeli, typically an uh, old person to marry a young person. Stick to what you know, stick to what you have. Yes, it, sometimes it works. Great. You don't need an elderly person. Go to a younger person like yourself. They tell him it's going to cause friction and fights. So what's the Gemara's question? So now that he's about to be miyabim four women, what's the proper advice you give a guy that's about to be miyabim four women? You're not going to be able to do this. You can't be married to four women. First of all, how are you going to be fairness four women? You need a lot of parnasa for them. Each one with the credit cards and the shopping and the habits and the purses and all the stuff, the YSLs, Prados, etc., etc. Four times. You can't do it. This is Marley Tzricha. Definitely. He's in real estate. He can handle it. 
He has enough money for all of them. Says Gemara, Yachin Afilu Tu Benami. But you should be medayikin the lashon of the Mishnah. Gemara, the Mishnah says four. How come the Mishnah doesn't have five or three? What's four? What's this gemara? Four. It seems like the Mishnah is telling us something. Every word means something here. It's a type of kamashmalah. Arba in tfeiloi. There's. It's a good idea to stick to four. Four should be the limit. Come, come. There's plenty of chairs here. Look. Herman Miller chairs everywhere. These are $1,000 chairs. Enjoy. If you're sitting on the Shvacha ones, you might want to switch. Says the Gemara that what? Okay, so we're getting into a. There's a mitzvah aina. The husband promises in his ksuba that he's going to fulfill relations with his wife. And depending, the Gemara in Ksubas goes into it, depending on what kind of profession he has. Whatever he can do, that's what he's mechuyif to do for his wife. For instance, if he's on a ship all day, I think it's one every six months. If he's a gamel, this. If he's this, that. If he's a tamad chacham, once a week, every Shabbos, every Shabbos. That's the halacha. If he's, if he's retired every day, this is chiyot. Whatever she wants, but that's what he has to give. Says the Gemara, he's a very wealthy guy. He happens to be a Tamad Chacham. So his Chiyuv is four times a month. So therefore, what it's saying is, am I, did I move? Sorry, let me get back into focus here. Okay. So it's a very interesting Chiddush. One would think that his Chiyuv per woman is four times a month. No. His Chiyuv is to provide four times. However many women he has. So if he has four women, you divide whatever he can do. Again, whatever he's capable of, he's a Tamil Chacham, he's capable of four times a month. He has four women, four times. Oh, says the Gemara, that if he has four women, now each woman is with him at least once a month. That's what it says. So don't go for five women. Five women is not good for you. Great. Next sugya. Now you came perfect time. We're starting a new sugya, new Masechta. If somebody's married to two women, and he dies, and they fall ibum to the brother. So what's the halacha? You either perform chalitza, or you perform ibum. As the Gemara of Niyabim Lutarvayim. Now again, just to remind everybody, the style of the Gemara, these are not questions like, oh, unbelievable, oh, I have a great question, you should do ibum for two. The Gemara knows the answer. The way the, the Gemara gets to the answer is through a question. It's always a question, answer, question, answer. It's a style. <coughs> so let him perform Yibam to both of the both of the women that felt him. Why only to one? It's singular. He always builds one house, regardless of how many Yivamas fault him, it's one. That's it. Let him perform chalitza to both. Again, perform chalitza, the whole shoe removal. I have a picture of it coming up next year. Everything. I didn't realize that she literally gets down on her knees to undo the shoe. How else? I never thought about it. How else is she going to get down there? He's standing up. He's not going to lift his leg up to her. She gets down and maybe she could. I don't know. That's how it, how it was done. These are, by the way, a lot of these sugas we had 
bits and pieces, and we went through this as well. Gemara says, so let him perform chalitza to one. First, let him do yibum to one and perform chalitza to the other. Because obviously, as we're going to see in a second, if you perform chalitza to one, you cannot do yibum to the other. It's too late. Like we just said. But he was, he was born in one house. Let him do chalitza to another house. It's two different psukim. Each pasuk says you can do one. You can do one yibum and you can do one chalitza. So let him do one yibum to one woman and a chalitza to the second wife. That and we know this as well. They're intertwined. The chalitza and the yibum are one of the same. If you could do chalitza, you have to be able to do yibum. If you could do yibum, you have to be able to do chalitza. And therefore, since he already performed yibum and he cannot perform yibum again, so he cannot perform chalitza. You don't want people to go around saying, look, he performed a little bit of yibum, a little bit of chalitza. What, what do we care if we say? Okay, that could create a problem. If you do it in the right order, first you perform yibum, so then the other wife, you give the chalitza. What's the big deal if you do chalitza? Nothing happened. It's not an usher to do chalitza. So she removed the shoe and she spit, spit at him. Big deal. But that's not a problem. The problem is people might get confused and think it's okay to do one yibam, one chalitza. So then you can do one chalitza, one yibam in the opposite order. Do chalitza first. And then that's a major iser. It's not iser karas, but it's iser deraisa. To be miyabim once, you don't have to do yibam anymore. You perform chalitza, you can't do yibam. Veima, the Gemara doesn't give up. Maybe the whole mitzvah of Yibam only applies when there's only one Yivama that fell. But if there's two Yivamas, there shouldn't be any Yivam at all. So this is, as soon as I saw this, I, I didn't understand the cash of it. That was the Gemara's answer. Now, the Gemara asks, why do we need a special pasuk to tell us that if a, the co-wife happens to be your daughter, then you don't perform yibum even to the co-wife? Forget your daughter. Of course, she can't fall to you. But even the co-wife, why do you need a special pasuk? If we just went ahead and said that two women who fall to you, they're both not b'nei chalitza v'yibum, the Gemara just has a question. Perhaps if two yibamas fall to you, you shouldn't do yibum at all. Okay, if you don't do Yivam at all, then what if two Yivamas fall to you? One of them happens to be a Tzara. One of them happens to be uh, Erva, I mean. She's your daughter. We need a special positive to say, you shouldn't be having the other one. But you just told me that if two Yivamas fall to you, you don't do Yivam at all. So why do I need a special positive in another case that's even worse than this case, L'chaira? Tzara Sarevim, Abaya. Says Gemara, Pasha. Anybody that learned Yivamas knows that this is not a question. Why? When your daughter falls to you, she never fell to you, says the Gemara. You have two co-wives that fall to you. One of them is your daughter. Obviously, you're not going to be miyabim your own daughter. So she didn't fall to you. She never fell to you. So who fell to you? One woman. One woman. You should do yibum. That's why I need a special pasuk to say on that one woman who happens to be the co-wife of your own daughter, you shouldn't perform yibum. But don't bring your eye from here that two Yivamas 
Maybe perhaps if two women, two co-wives fall to you, your brother was married to two women, and they both fell to you, this shouldn't be Yibam at all. So why Taka is there? Why would I think there is? Says Gemara, because it says in the Pasuk, Elo Yivimto Yivimto Yiriba. See the Pasuk over here? Twice in the same Pasuk it says the word Yivimto. And therefore, I don't remember your name, but when you guys are looking on YouTube, you see the Pasuk straight? Because I'm looking at it here and it's backwards. It's a mirror image. What do you say? You see, oh, you don't know, do you know how to read Hebrew? You're Kayim, but you don't know how to read Hebrew, do you? Check it out. It's good? How about you guys? You guys aren't YouTube yet? No? They don't know how to get on. Okay. I guess if it was backwards, they would tell me from Zoom, no? Zogdi Gemara. It's good. Okay. No. Uh, what are you looking Oh, that one. Yeah. By me, it's the, I don't know why, I have a, a backwards image. Fine. So Yevimta Yevimta tells me that if you have two Yevamas in red, the two Yevamas, they fall and you meyabim one and you do perform Chalitza to the other. So the Mishnah tells us, top words of the Amid, if two Yevamas fall to a person, one of them is already a divorcee who cannot marry a kain. The other one is not a divorcee. So if you're performing chalitza, why mess up the one that can marry a kain? Just give chalitza. You don't care you give chalitza to. What's the difference you do chalitza to? So let the woman who's already divorced get chalitza. What's the idea? Says the Gemara, Amar Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi. And we had this as well. Lo do not spill out your water like all the mothers tell their kids. You better eat your spinach because in Africa there are kids that are starving. What's the connection here from this Gemara? They learn it from here. If you have something like on Pesach, Matzi Pesach, you have all the gluten-free cookies, instead of throwing them out, there's someone out there that, that has gluten problems, save it for them. In other words, if you have clothing, if you have food, many times people have food, caterers, all sorts of different people have food, and they take it and they toss it into the garbage. By us, they used to say, oh, the FDA doesn't allow you to give it. Different excuses. But anyway, there's, there's something like that. I was just thinking, I heard two things that are semi-connected to here. Two Gvaldika mice by the same person. There's a guy by the name of Jacob Lowy. He, was, he went through the war. And he collected svarim, antiques. Some of the most incredible svarim that I heard that he owns, owned, is a shas from before the censor. Basically the original shas, the most original shas you can get. He also had a shulchan aruch that said on the, in the cover, Rabbi Yosef Karo Shlita. And many, many svarim. Crazy story. He goes to the museum of the, the, the Israeli National Museum and he says, I want to donate my entire collection. So they say, very nice, but you need to give us $5 million for preservation. So he said, no, thank you. So he went to the Canadian National Museum. You can look it up. 
They said, not only will we take them, we will give you a $2 million write-off for your taxes, and we'll make, dedicate a whole room called the Jacob Lowy. That is there to this very day. This thought, he kind of threw out the... the, the imagine if those spar went to like, like a yeshiva in Israel where everybody could enjoy and benefit. Now you have to go all the way to Canada. You can make people... I know The guy that said this over, he was actually he saw the whole collection. You have to make an appointment. You can tell him to take out. The same guy said, though, another thing. He said that somebody told him, you're all going to H-E-L, you're all going to Gehenna. He said, why? He says, it's one thing if you guys spend a lot of time going to work, and etc., and you have to work, make a pranasa. Okay. But what excuse do you have when you're driving to work to listen to sports and music and stuff like that? For that, you don't have an excuse. And he said, because he said that, many people that heard that speech that he gave started doing the daf while they were driving in different shurim and actually changed a lot of people. So that was also a concept of throwing out your water, throwing out time that, your own time, stuff that you shouldn't be throwing out, precious time that you have spending on shtosim. Okay, I know it's, you didn't come from Musr, but whatever, that's once in a while we like to throw it in. Zakta um, Gemara. So actually, we're holding by a Mishnah. The official Mishnah, sponsored by MDY Telm Group, where we down for Rafuz Yeshua, Shiduchim, for Klai Yisrael, and for the MDY family. If you're brand new, you've never come to the Shir, so that costs $100 to say that. And it goes on 18. So they bought some very big tzaddik that wants people to join the Telm Group and down for Chaylam. He spent $1,800, actually $3,600, because he did that first prior 18. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> we know it's a big mitzvah after you get divorced to remarry your divorcee, your ex. But this is a case where it's a big avera. Why? Because she went ahead and she married somebody else. After she married somebody else, you're not allowed to marry her. And he married her anyway. And as we learned, chalutza is similar to a grusha. Now grusha is the raisa. Is Chalutza the Raisa? We'll see. But he, he gave her Chalitza and then he decided to marry her, which he's not allowed. Vanoisei Kroyves Chalutzasai. Vanoisei Chalutzasai is Isser, the Raisa of Loyimna. Vanoisei Kroyves Chalutzasai. And one who marries his Chalutza's, let's say, sister, Yaitzi, he must take her out, he must divorce her. Vavlad Mamzer. And any offspring that they have is considered a mamzer. Again, he divorced his wife. She went and married somebody else. I think I even have a picture, a thing here. Yeah. Here it is. Here's Levi was married to Rachel. Then Levi divorced Rachel. Then he married... No, that's somebody else. That's a different story. Okay, we're going to go there later. Says Vavlad Mamza Oh, this ratio is Rebekiva. Rebekiva holds that these are lavim. It's a lav to marry your chalutza. It's a lav to marry your mamza. So you hold that from a lav, you can create a mamza. So big machloikas will hold later on the FM test. It's actually a Mishnah. We'll discuss what creates a mamza. According to Rebekiva, he's the most machmer. In other words, he says you can make a mamza even if you are over just on a lav. No chorus, no Nisa, nothing. Just an Aveira in the Torah, not to marry your, your ex. 
that itself produces a mamzer. Not a mamzer. And they agree. And here's the chart. Levi married Rachel. Then he divorced Rachel. Then he married his sister. A sister is Osir. You're not allowed to marry a Chaysisha. She's not dead yet. You might wish she is. So, fine. That is a problem. In that case, Chacham say that the offspring is a mamzer. Says the Gemara. Does Rabbi Kiva in fact hold that if you marry your chalutza, you perform chalutza to a woman, and then you married her sister, you have a child, that child is a mamzer. Yes, to marry your ex that you divorced is a deraisa. But the sister of a chalutza is only a Says the Gemara You're right. We have to we have to amend it and say that it's talking about the relative of a divorcee, not a relative of a chalutza. Because it says afterwards in the end of the Mishnah. What are, what are the last words in the end of the Mishnah? Ah, oh, good night, Tzadik. <laughs> you said you come in here. What you say? Say it loud. I didn't hear. Good night, Joel. Okay, bye. Wow, it's always the first. So, Hakanam is Tabra because it says, What are the last words of the Mishnah? That's the end of the Mishnah. That they agree that if you marry the relative of a Grusha, Mamzer. Where do they come? What's Umaydim? Where do they wake up all of a sudden and say, We're Maida to what? So we have to explain. That they were agreed to something that was said already in the Mishnah. If that's what we were discussing, we're talking about a grusha, not a chalutza. Then it makes a lot of sense that we're talking about that they agree that when it comes to a karas, it's also a mamzer. You don't need like the sheet of Rebelazer, you need. Uh, in order to create a, a mamzer, you need misas bez. No, you don't need misa, even a karas. That's what they say. But if you're saying that we're not talking about a grusha at all, we're talking about something else. We're talking about a chalutza, the relative of a chalutza. So does it make any sense? The Rish is talking about a chalutza, and also Chacham say, and we admit that by a grusha, it doesn't fit so well. Says Gemara, why not? The Dilma Hakam Hashmalon. The Yesh Mamzer Mechavi Krisos. Maybe you're right, Rabbi Kiva wasn't talking about a Grusha, but they came to say yes. We admit that there is a concept of a, mam- a Mamzer even from a Karas. Says Gemara, come on, but that doesn't make any sense because if you look at the Mishnah on Daf Memtes, that's exactly what the Mishnah on Daf Memtes is discussing. What is a Mamzer? Rabbi Kiva says this, and it even says, Ezu Mamzer, Kosher Basar Shulaya here, this is the shita that even Karis creates a mamzer. It says in the Mishnah that the halach is like Rav Shimon Atimni. So why would we repeat it over here? It says, Even though, it's very interesting, because the Mishnah says that the halach is like Rav Shimon Atimni. 
But just because a Mishnah says that Allah is like Rabbi Shimon it doesn't mean that Allah is like him. Could be Rebbe doesn't agree to it. Rebbe is just repeating over from other people. So over here we're telling you, no, that Allah is in fact like Rabbi Shimon Atimni. This is the case in Kenan Lissin Shtar Chayel Krisis. Why did the Mishnah pick Kreves? Why did it pick Dafka in this case? There's other Kareses. Why are we talking about Kreves? Obviously, because the Mishnah was discussing it, the Mishnah was not discussing Chalitza, it was discussing Grusha, and that's why then the Mishnah talks about a Grusha. The Gemara is not giving up. Since it was mentioned in the Reisha by Rabbi Kiva, here, look, it says, Mach's Grusha. That's why Chachamim also mentioned it. Not a good right. You're right. It's such a good kasha. At the end of the day, we have no proof that because it says in the end of the Mishnah, the Chachamim are talking about a Grusha, that the Rasha is also talking about a Grusha. Perhaps, no, the Rasha mentioned Grusha, and that's why Chacham mentioned it also. So the Gemara says, you're right. At the end of the day, we're talking about the Kroiva of a Chalutza. Like we wanted to know, for, we wanted to understand from the beginning, we're not amending the Mishnah, we're not doing anything. Rabbi Kiva holds that to marry a, a relative of a Chalutza is a Mamzer. So, but what's the Pshat? Why? Why would Rabbi Kiva say such a thing? You know why? Because it says in the Pasuk, Beitz Chalutz Hanoah. When you, Hakosav Kroi Beisoy, when you perform chalitza, you're performing chalitza to a house. A house means your wife. Let's take a look over here. So Rashi says that in this case, right over here, what happened was, so I'm just going to show you the charts. I hope you guys could see this. The local guys, I don't know so much. It says like this. Ruven was married to Rachel and he went bye-bye. So Shimon performs Chalitza to Rachel. Now, Rachel has a sister, her name is Leah. She marries Yehuda. Yehuda and Shimon are brothers, the Debalman brothers. Yehuda is also a brother to the one that died, Ruven, right? They're all brothers. She, Leah, is, what is she called? She's Achois Chalitza. She's the sister of the one who received Chalitza. And then Yehuda goes bye-bye. What does Shimon do? Shimon must perform chalitza again to Leah. But wait a minute. According to Rebbe Kiva, Yehuda had no business marrying the sister of a chalitza. So the, the, there's no kiddushin at all. And therefore, there's no chalitza required. He had no business marrying her. And when, she di- when, when her husband dies, she doesn't fall at all. Zero. Why? Because she's considered a wife. Who? Rachel. Again, Rachel received chalitza. She's considered like a pure erva. Base chalutanal, says Rabbi Kiva. He, she's, a, she's a house. She's a wife. Therefore, her sister, you cannot marry her. And whoever marries her, the kiddushin is not typhus. It's not a good kiddushin. And therefore, if the husband dies, that woman who got married illegally doesn't fall even according to Rabbi Kiva. Omar Rabbi Yosef. Listen to this. Everybody holds, says Rabbi Yosef, in the name of Rabbi Shimon Rabbi, that if you divorce your wife and she marries somebody else in between, and then you went ahead and you married her after she got divorced from the second guy, that everybody holds, 
Vlad means the daughter cannot marry a koya. We just turned to Memdalad Bay, sponsored on of Jolly Joe Krause and family. Oy vey. And I don't remember what else I have to say here. Let me see if I can look it up. Oh, here we go. Um, sponsored anonymously as a schus from Moshe Yaakov, Ben, Shoshana, and both Ruchnis and Gashmis. Yeah? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's what it says here. New word. Okay. But I saw some other wording, but... Vaiter. Manakol Maitam. Who's everybody? Shimonatimini. This Shimonatimini that we mentioned before, and he's in the Mishnah Dafim test. That what? He argues on Rabbi Kiva. He says, if you marry somebody that's a lav, it's just the Isra lav, there's no chorus, you don't get the death, you don't get any death. Rabbi Kiva holds it's a mamzer. Shimonatimini says it's not a mamzer. Me, the mamzer lehava. I'll admit, you're right that it's not a mamzer. I'll admit to you that she cannot marry a koyin. You did something there. Yes, it's not considered a mamzer, but it's not good lineage, good enough to marry a koyin. And how do I know this? And he says, Who's the only person in the world who cannot marry a widow? One person, koyin gadol. Shein yisur shavel kol. It's not an isr to anybody besides the Kohen Gadol. Nevertheless, b'na pagom, the son becomes pagom. Zu, shisur, shavavakal. This divorcee who married somebody in between and got married to you for the second time, any divorcee who does that, any din, shibna pagom. You hear the Kavachimer? If an Ammonita Kohen Gadol, who's only us to one person in the world, her son, if she marries the kind Gadol, her son becomes puzzled. So certainly this woman, who's also to many people, in other words, every divorcee in the world, can never marry her husband again if she gets married to somebody in between, then her son should become a Pagum, should be Asr Tikkun. Says Gemara, but I could refute this. You know why her son becomes Pagum? She herself becomes a Guma. That's a tremendous thing. She herself becomes also to another kain. Let's say the kain gadol dies, she cannot marry another kain. So you see how powerful that union, that marriage between her and the kain gadol is. Therefore, it's Michal her son. No raya to our sugya to a divorcee, a Yisraelis who got divorced from Reuben, married Shimon, got divorced from Shimon, and remarries Reuben. No raya that her son is a pagum. The Gemara says, it says in the Pasuk, here's the Pasuk where Isai. <coughs> the Pasuk is referring to Yibam, that once you perform Chalitza, no, sorry, not Chalitza, once you divorce your wife, you cannot remarry her if she marries somebody else. The first husband who divorced her cannot marry her again after after she married another man. It's a toyeva. It's an abomination. What does that mean? So we learn from this. I'll prove from the Pasuk. And the Gemara, by the way, I want you to remember this because the Gemara is going to take these words and learn another halacha from it. The Gemara is like, bothered. What's he toyeva? She. It should say toyeva. It's a, an abomination. What is ki toyeva? 
So it's coming to exclude somebody else. She is an abomination, but her son is not a chalol. If you remarry your divorcee, your ex, after she married another man, what does it say? And you married the woman that you performed and you marry your chalutza sister, Rabbi Kiva Oimer, Rabbi Kiva says, there's no kiddushin at all, get, and you don't need even a get. There's nothing, nothing happened. She is puzzled for a kain. Why? Because she turned into a zaina, uvlad a puzzle, and her child is considered a mamzer. And we force him to divorce her. And Chacham say, yes, the Kedushin is good. And you need a get. And she's kosher. kosher. It says in Mufurish that Chacham hold that the Vlad is kosher. If you marry your divorcee, your ex, after she married somebody else, it says what? Vlada kosher. Her child is kosher. Not like you said, that it's possible. It says Gemara Leman. What does it mean? She's, the, 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 the child is kosher. Lav Likuna, aren't we talking about kosher kakoyin? Loi lakahal. It means that you can marry Yisrael. Yachi Yikshari Laman. But wait a minute, it has to mimic each other, right? It says she's kosher and her child is kosher. We just established, according to you, that he's kosher does not mean that he can marry a kain. It means that, that if they have a daughter, marry a kain. It means that that daughter can marry Yisrael. So then, wouldn't it have to mimic the mother the same way and say that she can marry Yisrael? Wait a minute, that can't be. Then the mother, who is she kosher to? There's no such thing. If a woman is mezana and does anything, and she never becomes usher to marry Yisrael. At most, you can become usher to marry a kayat. You cannot become usher to marry Yisrael ever. Through his nose. So when it says about the mother, it says the mother's kosher for kuna. They have to mimic each other. It's in the same Mishnah. So if it's saying that the mother is kosher for kayan, then it means that the son is kosher for kayan. The, the children are kosher for kayan. says, Gemara, who told you? No. The mother is talking about the mother's kosher for kuna. The, the, the kid is kosher for Yisrael. Usually we like to match the whole Mishnah, but it's not a, we're not forced. That we're going to say, that one is, the mother is referring to Kayan, the child is referring to Yisrael. Because the beginning says, talking about her, she's puzzle and the child is puzzle. Who's puzzle? The same question we had a second ago. Why should she become possible to marry Israel? Just from Bimizana, you don't become possible. We're talking about that she's kosher to Kayan. Okay, so she is kosher for Kuna. Possible for Kuna, sorry. Possible for Kuna. Vlada, possible man. So then, what about her child? Cannot be for kosher. It seems like only for Kayan is her daughter possible. But for Yisrael Kosher, that can be Omer Rebekiva, Vlad Mamzer. The child is considered a Mamzer, and we're talking about Rebekiva, so puzzle for everything. That means the child, <coughs> which is a Mamzer, is puzzle even to marry Yisrael. And the mother is puzzle 
to marry only a Kayan. So you see that they're not in the same league. The mother, we're talking about a Kayan, child to Yisrael, and that's fine, we're okay with that. So the Reish is talking about a, a mother to a Kayan, a child to a Yisrael, so the same also, mother to Kayan, child to Yisrael, not a Kasha. Now, what about that Svara? You had a Kasha before. You said that it says in the Pasuk, here, we'll go back, here, look at the chart. It's on the screen. We learned, oh, she, if she got divorced and she married another man and then she married her original husband, that's an abomination. Seems like we were darshaning. She's bad, but her son is not. No, we're going to learn something else. I think this is a chart that I made for this, if I'm not mistaken. So we have a lady that was divorced from Levi. Rachel's divorced from Levi. Then he remarried her. That's our case. After she married another man, she remarried. Yet not, there was another man in between. And then he went and he married another woman. You hear? So first, it went like this. First he married Rachel, divorced Rachel. Rachel went ahead and married another guy in the street, got divorced from him, came back to him. That's a big answer. But Levi had another wife, the five town. Now he has two wives. One is 100% Osir to be married to, Mrs. Rachel, but also his five town woman. That's what we're saying. Now five town woman is a tsara of a grusha. <clears throat> so it doesn't do anything to the tsara, but yes, Rachel herself is going to be a problem. Her children are Toyeva. Says the Gemara, Ela Almana Kasha. What do we ask? We said, This whole sugya, we started saying that if a person divorces a wife and the wife goes and marries another man and then he takes her back, that the child is considered Pogum, the Vlad is Pogum. And then we said a Kavachimer. I'll prove it to you from an Almana. But we said Almana is different. So we, we, we took away the Kavachimer. Almana, she herself becomes Chal. No. So let's take it back. If we turn back to Memdalad Omid Aleph, the last words. Everybody admits that a Magzah Grusha, the, the son is the, the son, the daughter in this case, is Pagum. We're taking it back. That's not what he said. What he said is, If a person has a relation with somebody that Yichayv Kar is for, Shavlat Pagum. That's the, that's the case. Not a Mazagrushasai. A Chayv Krisis, which is worse than a Mazagrushasai. Mazagrushasai is allowed. Chayv Krisis. Two more minutes, we're done. Manakal Maidim. Rabbi Shua. Dav Gadol Rabbi Shua Mazim, Chayv Krisis. Rabbi Shua holds in order to create a Mamzer, you need the death penalty. Karis is not enough. Nihid, the Mamzer Lehavi, you're right, it won't become a Mamzer. According to Yeshua, that the kid is not a mamzer, but is going to be something called a pogum. He cannot marry into Kuno. 
and this is the Kavachomer I was telling you about. is only to one person in the entire world. Who? Nevertheless, it has the ability to make her son a chalal, can't marry the daughter, can't marry a kayan. This one. In other words, this chayvik krisos that we're talking about, we're not talking about almon and uh, grush anymore. Now we switch the case. This chayv krisos case that everybody's also to, and it didn't shiv even Rabbi Shua would admit that her son is a defected son, cannot marry, the, the daughter cannot marry into Kuna. If you're going to try the same trick, you try it on the other Kavah Chaim when we spoke about a Grusha. Try it on this one also. How can you bring me a Raya from an Almanat Kain Gadol? That she herself becomes a Chalala, she herself is ruined. She cannot marry another Kayan. In this case also, when a, when a person marries a woman who is Chayev Krisos, he turned her also. She's just as bad as the Almanatan Kain Gadol. She became a Zaina. And therefore, it's a great Kabbalah Have a wonderful day.